Hello, hello and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we call time of the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happening in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana. It's the end of the week. Fuck yes! Oh, it's time to party and it's an extra long weekend as well. Woohoo! You're too good to me, Canberra. In sport today and it seems the state of origin hype train in Adelaide is off to a rough start. Also, questions are starting up again around Jared Croker's 300th game, plus the dreaded Drake curse. When athletes beat it, the rapper gives them something extraordinary. That's all coming up on tonight's edition of the Full Time Whistle. League fans are counting down the days till the State of Origin opener in Adelaide next week. And let me tell you, I am excited. Obviously, I'm more excited than the people in Adelaide, it seems. And that is why I feel Origin is off to a bad start for 2023. According to a report from News Corp, Game 1 is set to have thousands and thousands of empty seats. The capacity of Adelaide Oval is 53,500. And apparently, only 41,000 tickets have been sold. Yikes. The NRL is hopeful of selling another 4,000 tickets, but that still means there would be 8,500 seats empty. This, of course, has reignited the debate about whether or not Origin should be played outside of New South Wales and Queensland or if the game should still be spread across the country. Maybe, though, this lack of interest has something to do with the, I don't know, the billboard that the NRL had plastered in Rundle Street during the AFL's gather round. Real footy is coming soon to Adelaide, is what it said. If you're wanting to attract people to your event, then maybe don't insult them while you're at it. Oh, my Lord. And on top of this, fans are now grumpy at New South Wales for wearing a navy blue jersey in the opening game rather than their usual royal blue. Oh, how dare they? That is discriminatory. Actually, in fairness, I do think it is quite stupid. Origin sides don't need multiple jerseys. The Blues only have an extra one to make more money in the process. But still, it's outrageous. At the start of the NRL season, many Raiders fans were certain they wouldn't be seeing Captain Jared Croker tick over the 300-game milestone. Needing just nine games to get over the triple-century mark, Croker was close, and after his Raiders side had a dismal start, plus a few injuries in the back line, Toots found himself back into the starting lineup and has played seven consecutive games, meaning he's just two games short of that elusive 300. The only problem now is when his eventual 300th game will come up. He'll play his 299th game this Saturday against the Rabbitohs, so that means his milestone game would be next Friday night against the West Tigers. But that game is in Campbelltown, which is fine, but it's not really the location to celebrate. So the idea thrown up by the Canberra Times is that the Raiders rest Croker for one round and then bring him back into the side a week later when the Raiders host the Warriors here in the nation's capital. But is this really a smart idea to break up a side who has won five games out of their last six? I know they were embarrassed last weekend by the Sea Eagles, but that could have just been one bad game. Personally, I don't think Ricky rests Croker. I think he keeps his side the same and keeps the glue together. If they lose this weekend, then maybe he'll change something up. But if they win, then you don't separate the informed side. And Raiders fans, well, you're just going to have to jump on the Hume Highway, go up to Campbelltown and cheer on the Raiders and Croker there to celebrate his 300th game. 
It's always satisfying when a story that we talk about during the week comes to its natural conclusion by the end of it. Lewis Hamilton has shot down the rumours that he's off to Italy, saying he's closer to extending his time with Mercedes rather than moving over to Ferrari. Speaking to reporters at the Monaco Grand Prix, Hamilton shooed away the idea of swapping sides. And I think ultimately that's, uh, unless you hear from me, then that's what it is. So, Where do you think these stories have come from? Uh, well, there's a certain individual in this room that's written uh, at least one of them, but um, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe with the weekend, uh, last weekend with the race being cancelled, maybe they just got bored and started to... <laughs> Ferrari's principal, Frederic Vasseur, also came out and strongly denied the stories. Quote, we are not sending an offer to Lewis Hamilton. We didn't do it. We didn't have discussion. It seems that while denying the rumours, Vasseur also did his very best impression of Tommy Wiseau from The Room. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Sure you didn't, Vasseur. Sure you didn't. dreaded Drake curse. If you're an athlete, it's probably worse than getting an injury. If you hear that the Canadian rapper has put money on you to win, then you're more than likely not going to win. And that's what mixed martial artist Molly McCann was thinking back in July of last year when she found out that Drake had backed her in along with Paddy Pimblett. So a lot of pressure was riding on the girl they call Meatball. Could she break Drake's curse? We bloody best believe she could. Oh, that's a big right hand for mine. Her victory, as well as Paddy the Baddies, saw Drake walk away with a cool 1.5 million US dollar winning bet slip. He did put 2.2 million on it, but we don't need to discuss that, alright? He walked away a winner, and that's all he cares about. But you're probably thinking now, Mick, why are you bringing this story to us now if it was back in July? Well, it's because Meatball has revealed that Drake thanked her by gifting her a goddamn Rolex. What a cheeky reward and a flex from Drake. I guess it's smart from him too. It means that athletes are now not afraid of him betting. Right? You lose, it's Drake's fault. You win, you get a Rolex. I would not be complaining at all. I left the city, you... And that's it, your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full time whistle. I'm Michael Caruana. Thank you for listening today and during the week. We'll be off on Monday due to it being Reconciliation Day, so I'll just chat to you on Tuesday. Oh, by the way, I also do a food podcast too called Served, with the newest episode being all about healthy eating during winter. I'll chuck a link to that ep in the description, so give it a listen. All right, I'm out of here. Have a great weekend. See ya. Listener.